0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Yoga in My School podcast. My name is Donna Freeman. I am the founder of Yoga in My School and the host of the podcast. It is a pleasure to have you join us, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast provider. Thank you for being here. Um, this uh, episode has come out about because I was looking at other people who produce kids podcasts that are about yoga or mindfulness or that type of thing. I like to keep kind of a pulse on who's out there and doing fun things. And I came across the Peace Out podcast and I listened to a few episodes and I went, oh, she's so clever. Oh my goodness, this is fabulous. So, I sent um, our, our guest today a message and she said, I'd love to be on your podcast. And so, here we are, two podcast hosts, going to chat about mindfulness and all of its benefits and all those kind of things. And really, I want to encourage you to go, if you haven't yet, to go check out the Peace Out podcast. That's the whole point of our conversation today. Go check out the work that Chanel is doing. But, Chanel, saying, thank you so much for being here. I'm
1: excited. Thank you so much, and I'm so excited to be here, and as I shared when we were emailing you, I've been following you on social media for, for quite a while, so I was such, so surprised and honoured that you contacted me about this, so I'm happy to be here. Oh, it's it's a pleasure,
0: and well, I'm like, oh, she does mindfulness, and she's Canadian. Oh my goodness, <laughs> she's a small sister. Right, <laughs> <Sorry. Tech> boxes. <laughs> absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> so tell the, our, our Yo- Yoga in My School community a little bit about yourself, mm-hmm. especially if they're not familiar with your wonderful podcast.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, well, I sort of, I started my career as a Montessori teacher. I taught for a few years in elementary classrooms, um, but then I took some time off when I had my first child, a daughter. And during that time, I, um, I got hired, I was attending these uh, family support programs, Uh, They're called early on centers now. And uh, I really loved it. So there, if they're not familiar with it, I'm not sure if you have something similar uh, where you're at, but there are programs that are not just for the child, but for the adult as well. Um, So you attend together and there's early learning uh, for the children, but then there are support programs like parenting workshops and and those types of programs for the parents and the caregivers. Um, So I got hired on to these programs and I loved it. I sort of Felt like I found my passion. I loved working in the community, uh, working with young children. Um, They're all under the age of six, so babies and toddlers um, and their caregivers. Um, And then just from there, I um, ended up now I'm at U of T, so University of Toronto. I'm working at a research center that's focused on child development and mental health um, there. And I've really um, been grateful. I've been able to sort of... um, still work in the community. We work with a lot of the same people I worked with before, so it's kind of nice um, to kind of learn more about the research side of things of the things I was interested in, the social emotional development, and then also um, kind of bring up <laughs> all the, the community members and the community partners that I worked with before. Um, so that's sort of uh, my background in a nutshell. Fantastic.
0: So are you doing your master's degree then? what what are you doing at the University of Toronto?
1: Oh, I'm working there. Um, What are you doing? I'm doing my master's, actually. Um, So I I work at a research center. um, And again, it's focused on child development, mental health. So what I do there is I sort of um, help manage the administration and also the community partnerships for the different research projects. Cool. Very cool. It's it's really fun. It's fun and it's great. And you meet great people who are so passionate about what they're doing and studying. So Mm
0: -hmm. uh, that's
1: kind of what's inspired me to keep learning myself.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Every now and again, the people who are doing um, research projects will reach out to me and say, hey, Mm -hmm. um, what what do you know about, you know, kids yoga in schools or yoga for kids with autism or or mindfulness with preschoolers or things like that? Every now and I'll get a, a request for information from it's often students. are doing a research project and they're like who else is doing this stuff and who's been in the the community for a (laughs) while so it's it's always neat to see that circling around and know that the the research is growing is continuing to grow in this field
1: exactly that there's so much more interest in it and um very validating too you know it's sort of to read that the studies and see how much um things that we've kind of known for a long time and the science is backing it up now Um, so that part's exciting as well
0: Yeah, exactly. I love the fact that we can back it up with the science. When I first started Mm -hmm. back in the day, there wasn't a lot of science. And Mm -hmm. um, it was difficult to find the research articles, whereas now it's it's quite easy, folks, if you're looking to substantiate a program or anything like that in in your area, there is a lot Mm -hmm. of research out now. Um, so Absolutely. Um, if you don't know where to go find research, um, one place that if you're listening or watching and you want some more research on whatever topic it is within the kids yoga mindfulness umbrella, I have a, a Pinterest page at the yoga in my school, Pinterest mm-hmm. page on kids yoga research, lots of links there. So <laughs> start there and, and then you can go down the rabbit hole. All right. Um, so your podcast, the peace out podcast, um, mm-hmm. Focuses specifically on mindfulness. So, what is it about mindfulness that you felt was so important that you started an entire podcast for it?
1: <laughs> um, well, it, again, it kind of grew out of the, my work uh, with families in the community. So, in these programs that I was working in, um, you know, part of our work was helping with that transition to full day kindergarten. You know, they, the program is open for any child under six, but here in Ontario, they can go to kindergarten starting in, at age four. Um, so there, you know, a lot of families, you know, have a bit of anxiety, they've got a lot of questions surrounding it. So we do things like invite kindergarten teachers to come in to do a Q&A session, where we talk about how to, um, you know, what to expect. And one of the things that I really like to emphasize Um, was the social and emotional learning um, piece of it, because I really do believe um, those skills like um, uh, taking turns and sharing, making friends, uh, learning about your emotions and being able to um, recognize them and figure out how to deal with them. And that was so important, not just for um, a child's success in school, but in life, really. So, um, you know, I I kind of brought in a lot of materials and we did sort of workshops and um, you know coffee chats around the snack table in our program about this. And then at the same time, I was already volunteering with another podcast, a stories podcast, um, Storytime. And I sort of pitched this idea to the producer saying, hey, what if we did sort of a podcast for children that taught those social emotional skills, but also through mindfulness, because they're just so interconnected um, with yoga movement. Um, and that's sort of how that all started.
0: Very cool. Um, so that brings us kind of the podcast world. As because you were mm. working with a podcast yes. and then you ventured out on your own. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, which, <laughs> right? What, how was that learning curve?
1: It's steep. <laughs> it was pretty steep for me. I don't know how you felt when you started this one. Um, I didn't know too much about podcasts, I only learned about them. Uh, because my, uh, we're just looking for a story podcast for children during bedtime. We found one. Uh, we love story time still with Bedtime FM and the great team there. Um, but it was great. I guess it was sort of a nice introduction because when I joined, I was helping with things like researching stories that we could use. I would narrate some stories. Um, so I got to kind of learn a little bit behind the scenes with someone who is more experienced, uh, even things like posting and that um, that sort of thing. Um, and then this season I started to do, produce this entirely independently, which is exciting, but it was also scary <laughs> because, I mean, I was the one responsible for things like making sure that the feeds were updated and the website hosting and all those little behind the scene things that, I mean, I didn't think about as a podcast listener, but it's, I mean, I mean, I don't know, I guess you could probably relate. I don't know if you have a team behind you or if you're kind of doing it. on. Yep. <laughs> So it, it's, it's work, but it's you you know it's exciting to see the end product and see that finished episode out and people writing in to say that they've enjoyed it or, or helped them in some way. Um, so it's a, it's a it's, it's a fun it's fun work I would have to say.
0: It is fun work and you know I get to do things like meet you and, and and highlight <laughs> highlight work that's being done. And so that for me is is the reward. Like you say, um, do you have a team behind you? I'm like, no, it's me. <laughs> hi <laughs> i'm i'm chief dog walker and social media expert yep. and <laughs> host <laughs> right absolutely so, you know, big time podcasts that have a whole team you know brought to you by so-and-so producer and editor and all this stuff. i'm like yeah okay great <laughs> it's like no you get it raw and rough and very real yeah. from the yoga in my school podcast so you know whatever yeah.
1: we all bring I, yeah, different you know,
0: things I, to the community yeah
1: I think it's sort of like, there's like a certain charm and it's so nice. It's very grassroots and you're in a kind of getting it from the source and sort of, you know, on the field, this is what's happening right now. Um, (laughs) So I think that's great. Exactly.
0: Okay. Can you tell us um, or tell our listeners, maybe some of them are thinking, Oh, maybe I want to do a podcast. Is that even possible? Um, So what is kind of one of your biggest hurdles or challenges that you've had to overcome and what is one of the greatest Mm -hmm. rewards? Of, of your podcast world?
1: Um, well, I think that one of the hurdles I found this season, um, I guess not only because I was doing it on my own, uh, when I started, <laughs> see my daughter's here, that's me, it's finding the time, you know, <laughs> being at home. Uh, when I started, I was working part-time, um, and again, I was um, working with somebody who's very experienced, Um, And then this season, I found now I'm working full time, I'm doing everything on my own. um, So I no longer had, you know, I couldn't really say once the kids are in bed, I can have this lovely (laughs) couple hours to myself, I just found that there's so many other things to do, or there's some nights where I just want to (laughs) rest and just not do anything. Um, So it was really finding the time. But what I found that helped this season was um, just making myself a schedule and trying to really stick to it because I do have a sound editor that I work with um, that does a finished product. So that kind of kept me accountable. Cause I, for me personally, I don't like um, uh, making someone else wait or sort of delaying someone's work. So that kind of gave me that push. Um, so that helped. Um, and for your other part, the second part of the question, the rewards, again, I think it's just connecting with the listeners, Um, So mine are children, so a lot of them, the older ones can, they'll write in, you know, from their parents' emails, um, or we'll have, sometimes we'll have live events, um, like we have one coming up, and they'll get to talk to me, and, or they'll leave reviews, I guess, on their parents' phone or their tablet. Um, So it's really nice just to hear messages from them about how it's helped them through a tough time if their parents were separating, or they experienced a high level of anxiety, and they found the podcast helpful. so to me, I think that's really, that's why I'm doing it. And I think that's why we all sort of work with children in that way.
0: Yeah, that's really neat. Actually, I've listened to a number of your episodes and I love when you, you know, like so-and-so in such and such a place and they write in and then you read their yeah. comment and I'm like, oh, that's so adorable. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, it's
1: so cute. As they wrote in.
0: Yeah. You know. Talking yeah, about how it's, your podcast has yeah. helped them get to sleep or, mm. with you know, a test at school or and, you know, so many things. And I'm, and I'm sure that is extremely gratifying for you to get that feedback. So it, it if really you're is. listening to a podcast and something rings true for you, please write to the people who are producing it and making it <laughs> because it totally
1: makes their day. It's the whole reason we do this. It really does, because sometimes I'll tell them it means a lot that you took the time to write because I mean, again, you know, because when you're making it, you are I'm sitting alone in my bedroom in the middle of the night doing this. I don't know who's listened or maybe they've listened, but I don't know if they've liked it. So just really, it really does make a huge difference um, just to hear back um, any sort of feedback. It's appreciated. <laughs> I so understand. It's like, hello
0: out there (laughs) like you you sometimes feel like like I say you're producing it in your home and kind of on your your downtime and it's a labor of love Mm -hmm. and you're like I'm I'm hoping somebody's out there listening and it's meaningful and good content and all that kind of stuff so feedback is good (laughs) yes (laughs) all right now you do a really interesting especially this season you've done a really cool thing. I I must admit, I was very impressed because you are taking science and combining it with mindfulness. And as a educator, as a teacher, um, as soon as you start ticking numerous boxes in the curriculum and with outcomes, (laughs) uh, my ears start to perk up. I'm like, oh my goodness, she's not just doing mindfulness and health and SEL right social emotional learning and all those kind of things so tick 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 then now you've bridged over into the science curriculum and you have done all things all associated with the ocean and ocean animals and seaweed Mm -hmm. all kinds (laughs) of fun things um what inspired you like that nobody else is doing that so where did you get the inspiration to combine those two things
1: <laughs> and it's funny that you say that because sometimes when people ask me to describe what peace out is, I kind of have trouble you know, it's, it's mindfulness, but then we talk about emotions, but we talk about constellations. So it's, it's sort of hard in that way. But, um, I think it's really, again, just going back to being an educator and following the child, you know, it's just, um, you want to sort of follow their interests and kind of meet them where they're at. So, um, you know, we do episodes, we've done a whole rhyming one about unicorns. Um, I did a season all about space. So each episode one was about comets or, um, you know, the Northern lights. And as you said, this season is all about the ocean. So he talked about, and I tried to sort of um, research different animals. So uh, we know a lot about dolphins and whales and octopus, but we sort of talked about the um, a peacock mantis shrimp, um, the common myrrh, um, kelp forest, I like something a little bit different because I think children, especially with, if once you kind of grasp onto something like dinosaurs, we all know children who love dinosaurs. They know how to pronounce all the names that we don't or we've forgotten. Um, so I just thought it'd be kind of fun to introduce maybe lesser known sea creatures. Um, and that, I guess, hopefully catches their interests. And as we do kind of go through these fun facts, uh, we pair each fun fact with a uh, mindfulness exercise, a breathing exercise, a little bit of yoga movement. Um, and yeah, so I just hope it helps draw them in and keep them interested. Yeah.
0: I really liked it. I like how, de- how deep you went. Like you said, you found, um, unique animals in the, in the sea. Uh, you went like, it wasn't just as a, as a kids yoga teacher, you know, it's like, yeah, we're going go to go, you know, visit, you know, go to outer space for one lesson. And you did an entire season, like <laughs> episode <laughs> after episode. after. I'm like, holy crow, this girl likes space. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and I, and I can see how you're really tapping into the kids who that's their thing. Right. If, mm-hmm. if that's their thing, then they know more than you do. And but yep. and so you're taking it like that one step deeper. And and then you're going to just draw the draw those individuals in. And if it's not your thing, you're still going to be amazed because you just learned so much about comets and, you know, all these things It's like, wow. OK, like I listened to your one on the kelp forest and I was like, I just learned so much about kelp forest. I've scuba dived <laughs> in kelp forest and I didn't know all this about kelp forest.
1: <laughs> well, that's a great thing, too, because I feel that I learn so much. There, I think every single episode, I learn at least one or two things that I had no idea about. So it's exciting for me, too. And um, I don't know, hopefully the children pick up on that, that I'm excited to learn about kelp forests and, um, you know, that we may have eaten kelp today because it's in our toothpaste and in our ice cream. I didn't know that. actually. So it's, it's, it's fun for everyone, I think. So I think that kind of adds that sort of positive energy of growing together, learning together.
0: Very cool. All right. Another thing that you've done uh, this season is you've had this word. Mm-hmm. Right? You're, you're, it's a whole series and every episode you've picked, a, you've given everybody a word and they have to keep listening and finding all the words <laughs> to make a sentence.
1: Yes. right. (laughs) Um, We called it our um, ocean code word challenge. It's something I've never done before. This is my fifth season. Um, We started in 2017. So it's been a few years, but I just sort of thought I'd like to add something fun um, because I had been away for about a year. Usually uh, I'll do a season and that it's sort of almost like a fall is a school year, then the summer's off and then the next season. But just because when the pandemic started, I just found that I just couldn't divide my attention that much anymore especially if my kids were home I need to be there for them so I just had to let that part go Um, and even though I would get you know some emails here and there just asking where it is and I had that fear of oh I'm gonna lose these listeners these people kind of these children who kind of followed for a couple of years I'm gonna lose them which I don't know maybe it's time Um, but I just thought right now I just can't I can't dedicate more time to this so I took a long break so coming back, I really wanted to make it special. Um, so this code word challenge is, uh, again, we've got 10 um, ocean episodes. We've kind of done some one-offs here and there, but the ocean themed episodes, I hid <laughs> a word really. I told them the word and they're writing them down. And at the end, when you have all 10 words, they can unscramble it with their families or if they're listening as with a class, with their class, and it, it should be make up, hopefully, (laughs) sentence about protecting our oceans. And I'm having them enter and all the correct sentences will be entered for draw. Um, And we're gonna do a giveaway where um, with the World uh, Wildlife Foundation, you can adopt an animal um, and then you get the stuffed animal. Um, so it's, that's going to be the prize because as it kind of goes with their ocean theme. So I'm hoping it's fun, something different. It's something that's a podcast friendly um, kind of treasure hunt. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it turns out well on, um, when we do the draw.
0: Yeah, I, I really liked it. You made it in a little bit of a game and, you know, uh, uh, rewarding people who are loyal listeners and encouraging people if they've missed an episode to go back. It, I, mm. I thought it was quite brilliant, actually. I was like, damn, this girl is right? good. <laughs> right? well, and so to do all of this, you're having a special event, right? Yes. yes. Okay, so tell us about January
1: 22nd. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's on Saturday, January 22nd. I actually had um, initially only had one, one session, but because Again, you, you'll note with podcasts, it's your listeners don't aren't local or they're not always local to you. You've got listeners in different countries, at which we do. Um, we have listeners from, I think, at least five continents. So that's really amazing. So I've, I've, I have two sessions on that day. One's at 1030 Eastern Standard Time in the morning and one at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, it's on Zoom. You can register at our website, which is peaceoutpodcast.com. And then during that, we're going to build a relaxation story together. So I've done in the past where I've prepared slides or um, Zoom polls, and they can kind of um, choose where do we go next or which animals should we do uh, should we pretend to be next, and then we'll do the draw um, during that during those sessions and give out the prize.
0: Fantastic! It sounds so much fun. Okay, so if um, listeners here are are interested what how do they they, so they get involved by registering right Mm -hmm. at the peace out podcast for the live events um ideally they'll go back and listen to the 10 episodes right so you don't have to listen to every episode you just have to listen to the ocean episodes
1: yes and i think they've numbered them so they should show up and our last one will be released on the 17th so about a week right before Um, So they have that sort of week um, to enter and all the information is on the website. So that's where people are interested to go. Please go there to check it out.
0: Fantastic. So if you've got a kid who loves the ocean um, and you want to get involved, please do. I I think it's just so much fun doing a live event and making sure (laughs) like, um, you know, you've obviously put a lot of time and effort and thought into this whole, whole event. And so um, kudos to you. I just love it.
1: Oh, thank you, Donna. Yeah. I hope, I hopefully, as long as the the listeners, the children enjoy it, it'll be, it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun.
0: Well, good. All right. So once you're done with that, um, I'm, I'm anticipating you're going to take a break. (laughs) It's like, okay. (laughs) Like all of that, like, that's a lot of work to put, to put that all together and to host two live things on like, that's your weekend. Uh, Mm -hmm. and so but what is coming up in the next season about for the peace out podcast
1: well um that's to be determined (laughs) usually you know, all the episodes, the themes, that sort of thing is just generated by what people are interested in. So sometimes listeners will email and just say, oh, could you help write a story about this? Or could you do something? So, you know, I'll take all those ideas. Um, sometimes we'll pull like our patrons um, who support me on Patreon and we'll have polls there. And then based on that, we'll sort of I'll choose something to go with the next theme. So I'm not sure yet. We've done space. We've done oceans now. We've visited we did a treasure. Hunt. We did a season where season two we followed a red panda and a snow leopard through the Himalaya mountains, and it was sort of a an ongoing narrative each season. So I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I guess it's a, you'll have to listen to find out about what's to next. find
0: out or become a Patreon, and and if you've got an opinion you know, send, send that in. And, <laughs> and, and, and you too can influence the podcast world.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But it's, a, yeah, definitely a break. And then, um, it's kind of rest and re-energize myself to, to, to the next season.
0: Fantastic. Well, good for you. I, I, <laughs> like I said, I'm just, I, I was very, very impressed and I wanted everyone to, to know about you and your work that you're doing and the joy that you're bringing to people's lives. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much, Lana. It's so so nice to meet you and be here. And I'm just so excited to because I feel like I've learned a lot from you and following you and the way you speak to children and about it and introducing yoga to children. It's very different teaching adults between um, teaching adults versus teaching children. So I've always sort of admired the approach you took, um, which is really kind and friendly, warm and welcoming. So it's really had I'm really happy to have the chance to meet me and talk to you.
0: Fantastic. You know, this is why we do this, people. <laughs> so we can increase our world and find amazing, yeah, amazing, yes. incredible individuals who are doing great work. Absolutely. All right. Where can people find? Okay, so you get the peaceoutpodcast.com website, but mm-hmm. what are your handles on Facebook and Instagram and all the other social things that people can follow you
1: at? Um, so we have an Instagram, a Twitter, and a Facebook page. Um, I did the thing you're not supposed to do and the handles don't match. <laughs> so on Twitter, it's at Peace Out Podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook, I believe they're both at Peace Out Stories. Yeah, but well, again, sometimes you Sometimes something's everything. taken,
0: That's you do the best you can,
1: right? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> but again, go to the website and then you can find everything there. That might be the easiest thing to do. Fantastic.
0: Well, Chanel, it has been a delight spending a half hour chatting with you this evening
1: thank you so much for having me this is so great and um, it's for everything you do and i'm excited to see what you're doing next too with yoga my schools yeah
0: it's it's always a little bit new actually i found a couple more people on uh, social media today that i was like ooh this looks fun <laughs> so i was sending messages to more people But like my list just keeps growing of potential guests so
1: <laughs> i i love it yeah it's That's fun great and you're building you're building that community I mean we, we talked about we're podcasting by ourselves but you, you know when you're connecting with other podcasters and people doing the same thing then we're not really alone we're here to support each other so thanks for building that community for everyone Donna
0: fantastic well keep up the great work and all the best you. with
1: your January 22nd event thank you so much thanks Donna <laughs>
0: Everybody, thank you for listening. This has been the Yoga in My School podcast where we talk about all things kids, youth, yoga, mindfulness, the the amazing work that people are doing around the globe to um, make our lives better, make children's lives better and provide adults with the tools um, to be able to do that well. And so thank you for listening. And until next time, take care.